This is episode 532 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, October 2nd, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today, I don't know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. I imagine this will be a very short show, especially since yesterday's went way longer than I expected, over 30 minutes, I think it was around 36 minutes total, which was very, very unexpected. But I got uh, carried away talking about Attack the Backlog and all that. But I'm excited about returning to the Wii and Wii U now. Uh, I guess maybe not as much the Wii U. Not that there aren't a few games on there I would still very much like to return to. But the Discovery, I don't know how I never knew these existed. But talking with some of the fine folk over in the player one podcast discord which if you aren't a member of maybe you shouldn't because the only person in there who i know is a member and you should listen to the podcast and then decide if you want to be a part of the community because the one person there who doesn't listen to the podcast and is for some reason a part of the community is special he's very special um and I can't imagine what it's been like for everyone who's in experienced him since the beginning. Because I'm someone who is very hesitant to join communities or anything like that. Because I just, I'm weird. I, I don't think people, I don't understand why anyone likes me. But some people do. Um, I feel I can get I can get very annoying. And I'm... I'm me. I'm special in my own way. But discovering that there is a battery-powered, whatever, the motion bar thing for the Wii and Wii U, uh, for tracking the, the Wii modes and everything, that you can get a wireless battery-powered one, that just changed everything. Because I hated those wires. They were annoying. I, I, I still, like, I, I don't even know how they work that like you can just put up two candles or whatever and that does the same thing like i thought that they need to be physically connected to the device is that not the case how do the candles work i'm confused by that too how does this work um because i had two of them connected one to the wii and one to the wii u did i only need one (laughs) would have worked with both i don't know I, i played the wii and wii u so little that I and I, you know, I'm not. I'm not a huge hardware person. I'm much more of a software person. I understand software, hardware. Could I build my own PC? Absolutely not. Could I Google and figure out how to do it? Could I Google this and figure out wh- how everything works? Sure. Do I want to? No. I mean, I kind of do, but I also am fully aware of my laziness. But discovering that, ordering one, I'm excited to get it. And I ordered one of the Wii to HDMI adapters that just plugs in the back where the the composite things plug in and just converts it to HDMI. So I don't. They seem to be well reviewed. So hopefully that won't be a problem. And then I could capture that video, and then I could capture GameCube games as well on the Wii. And I'm I'm excited about that because for the GameCube, I don't. I never played Internal Darkness, so that would be a game worth revisit—not revisiting, but visiting for Attack the Backlog. Uh, 
And then for the Wii, I never played a single second of Super Mario Galaxy 1 or 2. I own both. Never played any of them. Twilight Princess, never played it. That's available on I think I might own that on both GameCube and Wii. I don't know, but I never played that. Well, no, I did play that for maybe six hours or something. I did get to the point where you turn into the wolf or whatever, but I just fell off of it. Skyward Sword, didn't play it. I know a lot of people don't like it, but visually I think it looks great. Then was there another one on there? Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm, I may have just wasted a, a, a few bucks, and I find myself not wanting to return to those. I don't know, but having, like, when I cleaned up my space with all my games and everything and, and removed a lot of systems to get rid of the clutter of wires and everything going on there, the Wii and the Wii U were two of the consoles that were taken away. The PS3 was taken away as well. But I eventually returned that just as a Blu-ray player. And I could be like, oh, I can occasionally play PS3 games on here. Um, but the tangled mess that it was was so bad that I just... I don't know if it's on both of the sensors or just one of them. I just cut them with scissors to more easily untangle them and just remove them. And that's how much I cared about, hey, will I ever return to these systems? Bruh, I don't know, but... I'm I'm not going to bet highly on it cuz I'm just going to cut this shit. Uh but that's cool and then I'm still looking at options for older games. Um cuz I don't I don't want to resort to an emulator like a full-on emulator. Uh, I know that like the Retron 5 dumps around and emulates the games and it's not playing off the cartridges. I know that, but it's still better than just being like, uh, I don't, I don't want to go there, but I don't know. And then I'm thinking like, well, if I, if I really want to get deep into this attack, the backlog thing, maybe for me, the super Nintendo classic, the SNES classic would be a good investment because I need to look at the full games list, but like, I would love to actually play a link to the past. Also, I don't remember what games I own on Wii U, if I own any of them, or if I just bought them all on 3DS. I don't remember anything about the Wii U and what I have. So I may already have that. Um, that store's... Is that store still live? Because I think you could. they had Mother Earthbound, not Mother 3, but Earthbound on there. That's an option instead of getting the classic. But who knows, like the, the Wii U breaks and then the games are gone forever. And at least I have the SNES Classic with maybe some other games worth uh, checking out. Um, so yeah, just looking into Attack the Backlog nonsense and stuff like that and putting together a list. Like I, I'm looking through my 360 list and compiling just like I'm going through all my lists of the games I own to create the backlog list. And I'm looking through all these and I'm like, is this one is this one a good enough one for attack the backlog or should I save this for attack the crap log? Um so that's a bit of a toughie. And I just have a I have so many 360 games that it's it's hard to remember what's what. Uh and they're like they're ones that are on the fence. I I I personally think a uh Dark Void is one that deserves to be in the proper uh series. 
I don't think it's crappy enough to be in the craft vlog. Same with Bionic Commando, the 3D one. Um, but then there are games like Dark and I think Infernal Justice or so. I got, I've got a lot of crap in addition to decent to great games that I just never played. Because I got really deep into collecting for 360 in part because I'm like, oh, these are just future achievement points that I can collect. And I have, I think, close to, if not have surpassed a thousand games. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you know, what, maybe a hundred of them are sports games? Uh, and, you know, there, there's there's a lot in there. A lot that I've gotten and that I picked up at like half price or this place or that place for somewhere between like three and seven dollars gamefly when they would have their things and there'd be you know ones that are like five or seven bucks i'd pick them up then because i am i like collecting uh and i have them all in my i forget what the name of the brand is but i have my little disc sorters which i really like because there are these cases that have two sides that hold i mean they say they hold like maybe 60 per side or so and what i like is that as opposed to the booklets, I can just pull a sleeve out and put it back in. And like with some of the uh, cases, they have them so that they're open like binders. But I like it this way so that I can keep everything alphabetized because I'm a very organized person. And then I have all the cases in plastic tubs um, sorted alphabetically. Uh, except for like once I did that and then got new games, I just like, okay, these are just going in like the excess tub um so yeah i i the reason why i'm looking into like retron 5 and stuff like that and older systems is just because i don't want to only play games that have been released in the last generation or this gen and be held i, I don't want to be forced to only like if i want to play an older game then it's one that has been re-released in some kind of collection or something because that's not a huge number of games but um i did pick up the crash trilogy since it was on sale and got it for 15 bucks so never play those games and i don't feel like i need to play the ps1 games to have it part of the series i'd be like oh, this is this is good enough i don't i think they're different but not so different that it wouldn't work for that um but yeah I'm really good at just meandering and talking about all this nonsense, so that at least makes the show somewhat interested, somewhat interesting for those who are interested in that series and uh, whatnot. So yeah, I don't, I haven't decided on a game for post El Shaddai. I need to record the audio. I'll probably record the audio for that tomorrow, and then get the video all set up and start because I don't want to I don't want to start another game and have that in my mind before I record the audio I can I can start playing a game before editing the video and all that but part of me is thinking maybe I'll do spec ops because I play that a little bit here and there in chunks but I never really dove deep into it and I think part of it is like one thing that I need to just realize I don't need to do anymore at my age because <laughs> it doesn't matter is playing games on normal or easy. I used to be a hardest difficulty 
all the time person because I like getting those achievements and I just I, I enjoy the challenge. I like I did like feeling like I accomplished something. You know, one of my greatest achievements was 1000 in uh, Call of Duty for Modern Warfare and getting that Mile High Club achievement in like 15 minutes when I heard so many horror stories of people playing for hours and hours before they got it. I got lucky, I'll just say. I don't think it was a skill thing, but I beat that game on Veteran and did all that, and I completed it. And I did that with a good chunk of Call of Duty games until I just stopped playing them. But I think the worst one for me um, that I feel most accomplished uh, by having done that was a nice collection of words was world at war because i just remember that being uh it just it just rained grenades it was it was ridiculous um but i completed it and I, i'm trying to i i think i did modern warfare 2 and maybe that was the last one maybe even black ops but you know i did call of duty 2 3 i don't think 3 was an enjoyable uh, veteran run either um, and I appreciated that. I don't think they kept to this, but I appreciated that for a period of time, they locked the achievements to single player. I hate, I hate multiplayer achievements uh, and trophies and all that. I just hate it because I don't feel like it's a fair, like you can have in-game achievements or stuff. Like if you have an online multiplayer, then have, you know, you earn badges or this or that or stuff like that, uh, cosmetic items or whatnot. Don't have it be the achievements or trophies because that doesn't rely solely on your own personal ability to accomplish a goal. You have to factor in all the other people, you know, the, the people on your team, the people against you. It's There's so many factors that go into it. Um, and with some games like, Games that are just poorly received and don't find an audience at all but have a bunch of online achievements, you're just screwed right from the get-go. You're not going to get them. I, they, I only will accept online achievements for games that are online only. PUBG, for instance. You can't have single-player achievements because there is no single-player. But, um, yeah. Or, like, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. There's no real single-player you can play zombies by yourself. So there's that, and you can play the Molotov. I don't think bot play counts towards that, but I'm not sure. That would be nice. Um, but yeah, I don't remember where the hell I was going with any of that. But uh, other than that, more Forza. Not too much. I've, I'm have i very curious to know how many levels I have a t- have a have obtained because of the mixer thing because i've gained i don't know definitely a few hundred k in influence from just leaving a tab open with streams going so that is definitely something that has increased my level to where it is now at like 111 or something um but i feel like i am almost at a point where i'm done with the game i don't know it's it's weird um, because I feel like, and maybe I'm just remembering Forza Horizon 3 wrong. I feel like there was more of a through path, more like, it, not that it held your hand or anything, but there was more of, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. And Forza Horizon 4 is just like, here's a bunch of shit. And then when you complete a few of these, there's just even more of them. And the, the map just gets super cluttered, and there's so much going on. And I feel like I have no direction, and I don't know where I should go because I can go anywhere. I can do whatever I want, and that's 
that's cool but it's also just like it's exhausting to look at and it just feels so it's just like oh my god i can't i can't take this um but i think it just means that it's a i because i i really play the hell out of it over the weekend and and that's because the weekend is the one time where i really have a lot of time to just relax and play games um which is something I, I, I give to myself because I could just I could be working through the weekend because I'm a, a bit of a workaholic and I could do that. But I recently was just like, I need to just not exercise. I need to just let myself, you know, not do a bunch of shit. I need to just clear my systems mentally, physically, all that and just revitalize myself for the next week um so i think i might just be already at the point where i pop in forza every now and again play a race or two explore i want to collect more of the fast travel signs so that it's cheaper to do that um and i think it's probably going to be much more exciting to play the game i guess you know on the weekends when i have that but just every i think it's thursday uh when the the season changes i think that would probably be fun to just return to the game every week when that happens see what the new challenges are because they have weekly challenges daily challenges doing that gives you forzathon points which you can use in a store to purchase um like they have cars you can purchase super wheel spins which seem incredibly expensive but i get I'm not sure if with the super wheel spins you have a better chance of getting rare items. I'm assuming that's the case because the regular wheel spins cost 10 Forzathon points. The super ones cost 150. And you only get three items with a super wheel spin. You get one with a wheel spin. So you can get 15 wheel spins, 15 items with the same uh, price of a super wheel spin. But, uh,. I'm not sure if the cars are exclusive to Forzathon. I'm assuming they're not because that would kind of be real shitty. But I I purchased that and two of the, the super wheel spins so far. Yeah. I, I, I'm loving the game. Still, I'm shocked by how much of a difference 60 frames per second really does make a difference. Uh, and other than that, I booted up uh, Amnesia the Dark Descent again and just started it up on normal because I don't... I messed around with it on hard mode and it was a nightmare. Um, but I, I've i now gotten further in the game than I ever have before because I'm a big fat baby and I don't like these things. They're so scary and I am terrible with them. But this... And this will show you how not far i had previously gotten in the game having played it multiple times before i just saved and exited uh my most latest most recent playthrough and where i left the game was the first point where a monster uh, a being shows up in the game and i walked in this room i heard it i saw it i was like uh-uh uh-uh and i saved and exited and that's where i am now so that's not that far in the game if you've played it. But 
what I think that game does so incredibly well, and I think what a lot of horror games do well when they're when they're well done, is the audio. I mean, just the the sound design and everything. Because the part of the system of amnesia is that when you're in darkness, your sanity starts to decrease, and when that happens, the thing that really on I, I think is the most unsettling is the audio, and specifically, there's like this crackling sound that starts uh, popping up, and it's really disturbing, really unsettling. I don't like it. It makes me very upset, not angry. It makes me very cautious of everything and i don't want to play the game because i'm sick of hearing that sound i hate it so much but i'm also the kind of person and this is where things like this could be a problem for me is that i don't like using my items so i have at this point i don't know 16 of the flints or whatever the hell they are for lighting things i don't light anything you need to light things so that you don't go insane but i don't want to light them because i feel like at some point i'm going to need these so i need to save them all i have however many canisters of oil because you have a lantern you get pretty early on that you can light with you all the time i don't want to use that because i don't want to i want to save that oil and also there's a monster there now i can't let them see me because i'm sure they can see the light um it's just it's it's a thing but i'm i'm determined to play some more of it i'm not i am no way determined to actually finish it because i don't i I will need someone here with me not holding my hand because both my hands have to be on the controller but like just petting petting my head they can just pet it though i don't know that would probably be really weird in a game like this i'm gonna start feeling i'm gonna start thinking that some kind of monster is petting my head and they're gonna kill me and i'm gonna punch my friend in the face and they're not they're not going to like that cuz I can punch hard. That's one thing I'm good at. I am good at punching things. Don't ask why. Uh but Amnesia the Dark Descent recently came out on Xbox 1 and both the PC and the Xbox 1 the PC got updated with hard mode and the Xbox 1 came with hard mode which like I said is more challenging in that you have to use your flints or whatever the hell they're called to save the game. It, it doesn't autosave and all that, so that makes it much more challenging. And the, I believe the audio cues for the monsters are not there. So that's something. And I feel like when I played it, the audio was different. And I was... They're, they're both unsettling in their own ways. And I think another thing that works is just the lack of music. So that it's... I'm not sure if music comes up later in the game but it's all ambience and it's the worst it is the worst if you like games like this then it's the best but it is the worst it is so bad i hate it so much uh it's it's the perfect kind of game that i should stream with the actual webcam on because i don't want it i don't want any of this but maybe streaming it and having people watch would make it more possible because I feel like I'm, I got people with me. I don't want to though. I don't want to do that because I don't, I don't like it. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, but other than that, I've played nothing else. I was trying to think. Was there anything? No. Just keeping busy with a lot of work stuff, work-related stuff, and l- looking at options for 
playing older games and stuff like that. Um, show, yeah. And I need, I'm missing, I don't know, there's another box of my NES games that I don't know where they are. And I need to find that because it's got some, it's got some gems in there. There's some of the games I'm missing because I just had like the, the one box that they made, that Nintendo made where you can slot like, I don't know, maybe 18 games in it. But I'm missing Contra. I'm missing uh, Kirby's Adventure. I'm missing uh, Captain Skyhawk. I've got some great games that are not in there. I've got the, the Super Mario Brother trilogy. Of course, we all know uh, the second being the best and the best Mario game ever. I stand behind that. I'm not I'm not joshing you. But then in there, I also have the fucking Adventures of Bayou Billy. Why is that in there? That that tray thing should be for the good games only, not Bayou Billy. What is that there? There's also like golf is in there. Why? It's a fine game, but it doesn't need to be in there. Excite Bike. I didn't even know I owned the Excite Bike. But I do. There's pinball in there. What is with this shit? Why is Contra not in there? Why Snake Rattle and Roll? Why is that not in there? I have that too. That game's great. This is a, it's a mess. But the best NES game of all time, Kirby's Adventure, should be in there. I have Mega Man 2. That's not in there. Jesus Christ. Where are all my good NES games? This is concerning now. Because I don't know where they are. I found my other box of Sega Genesis games. So... The Internal Champions. What a gem that is. I got a lot of bad Sega Genesis games. I got a lot of bad games in general. But you know, you, you get what you get when you're a kid. You get the cheap, the cheapest games when you can't afford anything else. You're just like, I, I want to play something new. This game, look, there's people with giant machine guns on it, so I'm going to get this Doom Mutants Trooper thing, whatever. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about anymore. I think it's time to end this episode because it's just turning into a rambly mess that, I don't know, someone will like. Maybe? Maybe. Uh, so that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my on my list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush 3 The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast attack the backlog and the pixelated paranormal podcast which are all available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play and apple Podcasts. and if you'd like to check out the art i do please go over to pxsart.com and if you're looking through there and you see something you like you click the link below the picture and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of that piece you fancy. And if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs. And now I will say bye bye.